Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. Greetings and well met, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 114 of Tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the Dungeon Crawler Network, and of course, our sponsors over at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork, including our newest Patreon supporter, Steven. Thank you so much for being awesome, and everything that you do, man, you are the best. Uh, today, I got with me my awesome buddy... And guy who rescues me at last notice every time. Harkonir, how are you? I'm doing great. So, uh, how, how, many, how many minutes did you have notice before this show? Um, well, since we started a bit late, it was somewhere around 20 minutes. Okay. So that's a win. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were like, we're recording a show? Like, I got no time. So, yeah. I wasn't even aware that it was Sunday. I was blissfully watching a person of interest. I was eating chips, and suddenly, Ark, there's a show. <laughs> Ark, I need you for a show. <laughs> um, yeah, so, again, I want to apologize for last week. Uh, as many of you know, and, and I want to thank the DCN community, um, as my cat is fighting with my... There we go. Stop pulling on my cables. <laughs> um... Last week, as many of you know, my son was not feeling well, and we didn't do a show because he wasn't feeling well, and it actually turned out that uh, we ended up taking him to the ER for his uh, for a really bad fever, so that's where I spent most of my Sunday, was in the uh, emergency room uh, with the little milk drinker. He is better now, so for anyone who's worried, his fever broke a few days later. He still has some teething issues because he's got a bunch of teeth coming in, but He's he, he's a strong boy, so he's he's doing okay. Actually, I hear him upstairs playing right now. It's really cute. Uh, we bought him some stand-up toy. He's up there smacking around at it, and it sings the alphabet song, so now I can never get the alphabet song out of my head. It's worse than Red Diamond. 
okay? Like, <laughs> right now I have some unholy marriage between Red Diamond and the Alphabet Song stuck in my head. So, it's really weird. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other things to catch up on because it's been like two weeks since our last show, which Ark was on our last show if you haven't seen it on our YouTube channel. Uh, episode 113, the first look at housing. Um, that one definitely was better viewed than listened to. And I actually noticed the increase on views, so a lot of people took that advice. I, I hope those who were listening to the podcast form still enjoyed the show. But uh, it, it it was definitely a, a fun show. I mean, except for the mud hut. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that mud hut. Uh, who, who, who even wants an Argonian house anyway? The East kind of does. It's a swamp. I, it's not a house. I know. I know. What's really funny is she wants this Argonian house. And outside our house is a, is like a pond and everything that I need to clean up because it looks like a swamp right now. And she doesn't like it. She's like, oh, it's nature. I'm like, well, you want the Argonian swamp house? There you go. Just crawl right in. You'd be right at home. But she she <laughs> doesn't doesn't see that right now. All right, let's go ahead and roll right on into the news. And we got a couple quick dimensions first, which are just quick rapid-fire news um, that don't really bear much discussion, so we'll go over them real quick. First off was the Alliance style motifs are now available in the Crown Store for 5,000 crowns apiece. These are the items that you get from um, treasure maps in Cyrodiil and sometimes within... Uh, the Imperial City treasure chest and etc. Um, Pack, Dominion, and um, Covenant. Covenant. Yeah, Daggerfall Covenant. <laughs> I was trying to remember. I'm like blueberries, like blueberries. <laughs> like, no, that's not the right word. Um, so they're now available in the crowns for five thousand crowns each. They're pretty cheap though if you buy them. Uh, certain certain motif pages might be more expensive, like super popular ones like chest and swords and maybe shields um, but mm -hmm. the rest of them you could you could probably buy the entire set for under 100,000 gold so I don't know if it's worth 5k crowns um, getting the other set like because they only if you're on an EP character they will only drop for you as EP you can get the AD and the DC uh, pages but you either need to buy them or level up an AD a tune and go into PvP and try to get them that way. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, you can get all of them. Um, in fact, on my two-handed tank build, to differentiate between my two... Because I, I run with a two-handed sword, but I run with two of them. So to differentiate between which build I'm on, I have a pack greatsword on one and a covenant greatsword on the other. So that way, it's kind of a visual cue on which bar I'm on. For a second, I thought you were going to say... And Aldamari. I would never do that. Sword on the other I would <laughs> never do that because it looks like crap. But the actually the DC one I like better than the pack greatsword. Uh, most I, of the Daggerfall gear is actually better looking than packed. It, Solely because it's a lot more the Western medieval exactly. style to it. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's it it definitely is that classical uh uh, King Arthur kind of esque, you know, Knights of the Round Table kind of kind of armor, which I, I like. So, you know, I'm not a blueberry, but I do like their armor. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, that that's the first thing. Next up is the Breton Hero and the Doom Wolf hit the Crown Store this week. By the time you listen to this episode, though, they will already be gone. Uh, they were both short-term. The Breton costume was 2,000 crowns, and the Do- or the Doom Wolf was 2.5k. Um, I'm happy about that because they kept it consistent throughout the cost because the other ones were that were that uh, were that price. So yeah. it, it seemed fairly fairly good. Uh, did you get either one of these, Ark? Nope, I didn't. You didn't? Yeah. No. I, I got. I, mean, I didn't even get the Nord Hero costume, so... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I actually didn't like it. Because it, feel, it felt empty compared to the trailer's design. Mm, yeah. it, it was too plain, actually. I know, so. I, I agree. All of them had that air of something missing and, and a lot of people mention it's the cloak like there was no flowing cloak on any yeah. of them um personally i thought the nord one looked best out of all of them uh the the elven hero one does look pretty good on my altmer um i do have the female altmer who is my sex slave i mean what <laughs> hey when housing comes out she's being locked in the basement but anyway it makes her look very busty so it, it's, it, it gets a thumbs up for that, um, but that's about it. <laughs> and there's a Khajiit. Um, otherwise, I wasn't real impressed with any of them. The, the Nord one was the best. The thing that was really sad, across like Reddit the day this came out, there was a lot of news. And actually, I should sit myself up because I'm wearing my DCN t-shirt. DCN! <laughs> I just realized I'm wearing this and people can't even see it because of the way my mic's set up. Um, the... Breton Hero, which was arguably the most anticipated, did not get a very favorable review on on Reddit and some other places. Like, honestly, I think it's the worst looking of all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the it, for a second I thought they used the cloak when I first previewed the costume, but then I realized it was actually a long coat, and it looks, I don't know, weird. I agree. There, there's just something about it, and and they're all. Let Let's take away from the cinematic for right now. The cinematic made them look amazing, like they really did, but none of them lived up to the cinematic. We'll throw that out the throw that out the door. Mm-hmm. Judging just based on they, what they are right now, the Breton hero was not that impressive. I got it because I I had the other two. I wanted the set. You know, like, because it's... You, you get everything. That's true. I get lots. <laughs> Zoss makes bank off me. Um, yes, they do. They do. Um, but, I don't know. It, it, it just, overall, there was something missing that didn't even bring it up to par with the other ones. It, it, it's just something weird. Plus, it makes you look fat. Yeah. <laughs> like it does. It just like someone put it on all their characters and they're like it looks like I gained twenty pounds on every character. <laughs> um so yeah. Uh the the Doom Wolf came on. Again, it was kind of marketed towards the Dark Brotherhood. Um I think they even said, you know, if you're a Dark Brotherhood, this is I gotta put this pen down. It's I'm just flinging it around in front of my face. Um The 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 Doom Wolf it looks good. I like it. Um, but I heard that it sounds bad. It looks good, but sounds really bad. 
I think it was the Nerdman that said it. I didn't know it had a different. You know, I didn't even try to make it howl. Maybe it does. Like, it's supposed to be some weird. You know what it reminds me of? The Doom Wolf with the red eyes. It looks like the horse you get in, in Shadow Mirror. Shadow Mirror. Exactly. Yeah. This is a wolf version of Shadow Mirror. Um, which does that, fit the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah, I mean, that would be the only reason I would buy the Doom Wolf, but after all, it's at the end of the day, it's not Shadow Mirror. It's a random wolf with red eyes. Random wolf. The, it, red it has no part in the lore, so yeah. I just went along and bought the Dire Wolf. Right, so. and the Dire Wolf looks good, so don't get me wrong there, I really like the Dire Wolf. Um, yeah, I don't know. If you really like the wolves, it might be worth it. If you really want something with red eyes, get the goat. Because the goat's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the next little quick dimension is... On Monday, we had a small little incremental patch, version 2.4.11 on PC, and whatever the respective number is on Xbox and PS4. Um, this incremental patch fixed a few quests, issues with itemization, including a complete fix for mementos that were previously not working... As I throw mm. my cat around, she's like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> um, again, it's a very small patch. The monk's disguise is continually causing problems, so now they're just doing some more fixes with it. Uh, here's something that, for completion's sake. Alright, listen. You and me, cat, we're gonna have a heart to heart. You need to stop jumping in front of my stuff when we're doing shows. <laughs> She's like, but I want to be part of the show. I heard you needed co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, well, you're all married to Minion, so don't look at me that way. Um, the thing that's kind of interesting, books that were previously undiscoverable after their respective quests were completed now have a copy in the world. That's cool. Praise Talos. <laughs> Praise that's not yet born baby Talos. <laughs> Because this is something I noticed. Like, uh, there are certain quests, like, as you're doing them, like, <sighs> gotta get this cat to let go of my mic cord. Use your anti-Khajiit spray. I, I know, I do have it over here. The handy DCN, official DCN anti-Khajiit spray. Buy it now. Um, there were certain quests, like, you would pick up clue books and you could read them or whatever, but you didn't have to because the, the map pointed you around. So if you didn't read them, you didn't read them. But they gave a little extra something to the quest if you did read them. I hear the milk drinker upstairs. He's very unhappy. Um, poor guy. Prize keeper. Our mom took something away that he was playing with. You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there were various quests you couldn't get anymore. And now you'll be able to actually find them in the world. So that's, that's really cool. They list a couple. Letter from Kirith. Um, now can be found in Anvil Stables. A uh, list of recipients is now available near a farmhouse. And Naru's notes and Raymond's note, notes will now be visible. So post-quest. So that's really, really cool. Um, a few other little things. Mementos that were broken now work. Yeah, you know. It is. It's a small incremental patch. That's why it's in our quick dimension. Alright, let's go into our big news for this week. And it is the ESO Gold Edition is to launch in December that will include the base game 
including the first four DLCs, that is Imperial City, Rothgar, Thieves Guild, Dark Brotherhood. Ooh, which is a good thing. It is. We were talking about this earlier. As I get a drink of my Surge. Surge supports DC. No, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> um, yeah, the Gold Edition. Someone was asking me, like, how do you feel about the Gold Edition? Are you upset that people can come in and and not have to buy all the DLCs? Well, no, because I'm an ESO Plus subscriber, so I get them all anyway. I don't care. Um, but the thing I did like about this is I was telling people, Mike, listen, this, if they didn't do this eventually, they were going to have a Lotro situation going on. Like uh, with Lord of the Rings Online, which I still need to play because I love Lord of the Rings. I'm listening to The Hobbit now. I just listened to all of the Silmarillion, Children of Horan, and I get into this this mood every once in a while. But one of the biggest turns-offs is whenever you hop in, it's like, oh my goodness, I'm so far behind because I haven't been playing. It's 10 years old, right? Um, but I haven't been playing. It's free to play, and it's a bu- you get hit constantly. It, it kind of follows not quite this game, but something similar, where new zones were added. So when you go into a zone, you can go into it, but there's no quest. There's like a little icon in the corner of your screen that says, you want to do quests in this zone, you got to buy the quest pack. Um, and I just did a quick calculation for me to unlock like the entire world. Um, in Lotro, it'd be like $500 or something something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, like it was... <laughs> That's... Now, given they do a lot of sales, like, oh, this is now 50% off, but going full price for everything, I just calculated it all, it would be like $500 just to unlock the entire game. And so I could do everything. It's like, oh my goodness gracious. And, and that's a... I did a similar thing. I said, listen... So new players are coming in, they're buying the Gold Edition. They get all the first four DLCs, you know, the game comes out, 60 bucks. They get all the DLCs. I said, for a person to come into the game now, to catch up to where we're all at, now given the game is very free range, so the term catch up is kind of hit or miss, but in order to experience all the content, um, you buy the game, Let's just say it's full retail price. I know you can get it cheaper, but let's just say it's full retail. So 60 bucks, or whatever it is, 40 bucks. You got 40 bucks there. Imperial City is 2,000 crowns, so that's roughly $20. Yep. Um, so there's your 60 bucks. Uh, Orsinium is 3,000 crowns, so I think that's 30 bucks, roughly. Well, it would be if you just did the month-to-month subscription and you bought 1,500 crown packs. So right now you're at uh, what are we at? Bucks. Ninety bucks from oh, the yeah, game and the everything. Game, yeah. yeah, you're at ninety bucks right there, um, and both the Thieves Guild and Dark Brother were two thousand. That's another forty bucks. You're at, you're at one hundred thirty dollars just to get into the game and get everything. Like that's I don't know about you guys, and I do spend a lot of money on gaming, but for the average person, one hundred thirty dollars to get into a game. It's a lot. Even for me, that's a lot of money. Like I spend that over time, but it, if you break it down into the you know month by month or whatever, it's it doesn't feel as bad. If I had to come up with one hundred and thirty dollars right off the bat, yeah, it's a little more like oh my, you, <laughs> you know. If it were a little bit here and the next month it's a little bit more, it, it, 
I've spent way more, but you don't feel it as quickly as having to come up with that amount of money. So it's definitely a good move, especially for new players, people who haven't picked it up. Um, and there have been lots of them because people are still running off reviews for the game when it first was like in beta. So the game has changed a lot since it's been in beta. Um, Ark, what are your thoughts? They pretty much covered everything, but yeah, overall, I'm happy about it. I mean, if if they don't want the, you know, uh, the DLCs anyway, they could always go ahead and buy it during a Steam sale or whatever for very low prices. I mean, yeah, it drops a lot. And they could always get their ESO Plus up. But let's say if you don't want to pay monthly subscription fee for whatever reason, which... I believe everyone must, but for whatever reason, if you don't want to, yeah, this, buying this gold edition thing is absolutely logical. Yeah. I think that's the word. Yeah. Or reasonable, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> now, again, if you're going to be a subscriber, you can ignore all this and get it cheaper. But yeah. unless... See, here's the thing I'm kind of curious about, and there's really no word. I'm curious if Steam is going to offer the gold edition. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't, except that, I don't know, but it, 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 it can offer the Imperial Edition, right? It does offer the Imperial Edition, so I believe that would be something like that. Right. I think just it checking. does, but it's just one of those things, like, are they going to have, again, they're going to have multiple editions, probably, so you'll see, like, Will this one go on sale? Like people look at the original and go, "Oh wow, it's fifteen bucks," versus the gold edition, which is sixty bucks. Why would I buy it? Well, then you buy the normal edition. You go in and go, "Oh, well, I'm still missing four DLCs coming <laughs> up on five DLCs in like a month." So, yeah, yeah. Actually, when this releases in September. I believe by that point in time we'll have update 11, so they'll have to buy another DLC anyway, the Shadows of the Hist, mm -hmm. to catch up. So, and they've talked about bundling these things together anyway, and I'm sure there's going to be a bundle, which we've seen a bundle in the Crown yeah. Store for people. Um, we've seen it data mined, which we're going to go into our discussion topic in a little bit, uh, which is more data mined stuff, but we've seen it <laughs> in the past where they've shown a bundle option for DLC. So for those of you, like you're not going to go out and buy this if you already have the game. Why would you do that? Like 60 bucks if you already have it, it's actually cheaper for you just to buy a DLC. This is specifically aimed at new players. People who have not picked it up yet and want to get it all, right? It, it It's kind of like uh, a perfect example, uh, World of Warcraft Legion's coming out. They would have Legion, and they have additions that include everything before, but I already have everything, so I only need the the expansion. There's no need for me to get a, a whole new item key when all I need is the expansion. Why buy the base game and everything again when I just need the expansion? But for a new player who's just coming in, they can get it all. So it, it's it's definitely helpful, especially as games get older and more and more expansions come out. Like, WoW's a perfect example, and, and there's a few other ones. If they didn't bundle everything together, you'd have to buy the base game. You'd have to buy Burning Crusade, Wrath, Cataclysm, 
uh, Mr. Pandaria, uh, <laughs> um, Draenor, and then Legion. That, that's seven games you'd have to buy to get caught up if they didn't bundle it. But they bundle it now. So as games get older, you have to do this or else the barrier for entry becomes that much higher. Yeah. So. I mean, besides, there is... It's not like they are going to remove all other options of purchase anyway. No. So there, there is literally no problem with this gold edition. It doesn't affect the current players. It doesn't affect those who don't want to pay that much, don't nope. want the DLCs. So who cares? I mean, no, it's it's fantastic because, yeah. like I said, you have all your. If you're planning on subscribing, buy the cheapest edition you can. I mean, the only other thing that this comes with is it comes with a Palomino horse, which you which, can buy in the crown store. Yeah. And if you're subbing anyway, you'll get crowns, so your choice. Um, yeah, again, this is specifically aimed at new players to lower the bar of entry. So it, it's definitely a good... Now, here's something I hope they do, and I know some store... It's on a store-by-store -store basis... Some stores will do this, other stores won't, is um, removing old stock and replacing it. So, like, hmm. Walmart is notoriously bad for this. Um, I'm calling you out, Walmart. Please don't sue us. <laughs> um, where they will keep boxes on the shelf even long after games are no longer around. Like... I think my local Walmart still has a copy of uh, Warhammer Age of Reckoning up there. And I'm like, guys, do you know that sir, the game shut down, right? Like, they don't care. They just put it up there. And because it's in their inventory, it's there, you know. And obviously, they're not going to keep up the date on all that. It's not what they're doing. So, but I wonder if Zoss will issue a recall, if you will, for any old games I doubt they will because it'll cost them money. But, you know, if you have a gold edition and then the store doesn't get rid of the the other one, new players pick up the normal edition and are, are stuck back where they're at. I mean, hopefully players will do some research, but there are those people who do the random, hey, look, let's pick that up. That looks cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't see why Zos would... Um recall the older stock I have no idea why would they would do that if they even do it otherwise I don't know I have no idea I don't buy boxed games at all so I do I like <laughs> physical things so if it's a game I if it's a game I don't really care about I'll buy digital or whatever but if it's a game I really like like ESO or Warcraft or whatever I have the physical editions because I like the stuff that comes with it, like the <laughs> the art books. And I I just do. And the collector's edition is a different thing, but hmm. you know, I don't even have a DVD reader on my PC. I I forgot to buy it. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's ten bucks. <laughs> if you really wanted one, they're not they're not expensive. But mostly when I buy collector's editions, it's for the additional things. Mm -hmm. Like, when I bought the ESO Collector's Edition, it was for the additional things. The Moleg Ball statue, which oh, when yeah, I that's... when I redo this room, which you guys can't see, I have my, my handy-dandy little background now. 
my nice hardwood and wicker background. But I actually think I'm just going to keep it going forward because it actually looks really cool. As I'm, I'm looking in the video and I'm like, wow, it actually looks really neat. <laughs> uh, kind of medieval, kind of witcher-ish, you know. I don't know. I really like it. Um, but I'm going to put up shelves and that's where all my game memorability is going to be. Like, I have every single World of Warcraft collector's edition up from Wrath going forward because I didn't really... I played in BC, but I didn't know I was going to like it. But all my ESO stuff, like my ESO collectors, my e the Hero's Guide, all those physical books and stuff are going up on shelves. You know, all of those things, which will look really, really cool. Um, and, and I like those things. That's just one of the things I really like. I like to have those physical items. I but, mean, yeah, physical items is another thing, that's for sure. Yeah. But I, I bought ESO Collector's Edition after I actually bought the account, pre-ordered it. Just because there is a collector's edition, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Elder Scrolls Online is probably the only game that I have spent so much money on it that I could have bought an, I don't know, two 1080 NVIDIA GPU cards now. But, I but probably still, could have I done mean, similar. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of stuff that I could have done. Yeah, but I don't regret it. Me either. It's, this has been a lot of fun for me. And, and obviously, we're 114 episodes into a show that we've been doing since, like, right before the game came out. I think uh, we started the show, our 10th episode was the launch, so we did it every week. So we did it 10 weeks prior to um, when the game came out. But the 10th episode was the launch of ESO, which was really cool. I just was I... looking back and realized that. I think your 10th episode was the one that you did live first. It was our first live episode, yep. Yeah, it wasn't the game's launch, I think. Really? I almost thought because it was... Maybe not. I started watching at the 13th episode, and I might be wrong, but I think the 13th episode was still during the beta. But I might be wrong, I don't know. Hmm. I didn't know it was, if, it, if it went that far back, wow. We've been going for a long time. <laughs> well, we've been going at least the entire length of the game since it's been out and publicly available. Even though some of us have been in earlier, we just couldn't talk about it. So, we're still here. For better or worse, we're still here. Alright, let's go ahead. We kind of beat the gold edition to death, but well, let, we should actually probably finish what you were saying earlier. The you were saying about the the physical items and stuff like that, and you were saying I don't think Zoss would pull anything away, and yeah, I don't either, because it would cost them money because they would have to reimburse the stores for having bought the physical items to to stock. It would be a cool thing to do because it would lead to a lot less frustration on the player side, but from a business perspective, it's not feasible to do yeah that that's a goodwill move and it would be a great goodwill move but it in the end would it would it would you lose players if they bought the wrong edition you may lose a couple but probably not on the scale of money you would lose by recalling all the old stuff oh, so yeah. that's that's for sure yeah it would definitely be you would have to chalk that up to charity like you go to your board of director meeting and be like yeah so we lost x amount of money uh it was a good will move so hopefully that you know makes our customers happy but we lost <laughs> money on it because 
You can't quantify the customers that you would have saved from losing until you know who you lost. Yeah. Alright, we're going to move into our next, well, our discussion for this week, and it's a lot of data mine stuff. Uh, so that's always exciting. So I'm going to go ahead and bear with me two seconds while I attempt to adjust this. Uh, first thing we're going to be looking at is um, some items that have been data mined from the most recent patch, the Shadows of the Hist. And this stuff is, right now, all Crown Store related in some way. So I'm going to go ahead and see if I can do this. You're probably seeing a black screen right now, and for that I apologize. Sub-region select. Perfect. Sark, how you doing? <laughs> While I'm working on this. <laughs> yeah, just... I'm, I'm checking out the... Um... The links because I didn't have time to. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> for for reasons I know. For certain reasons, yeah. <laughs> there there are reasons why you you might have might have missed some of these things. There. Select sub region. Man, this is I'm gonna. Oh, there we go. Finally got it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so obviously this is a Russian website, uh, elderscrolls.net, but they actually have one of the nicest um, setups for this kind of thing, so that's why I'm looking at them. Um, first off, we got a couple costumes that will become available. These are all what you would see for Crown Store related. We have the Assassin's League, the Grim uh, Harlequin. I don't even know where that one... That one... See, again, a lot of these items could be coming in. Like, they put them in early, but the Grim isn't even available in the game yet. Yeah. So, it could be several months till we see it, because they, Zoss has, after some community feedback from a lot of us, is not repeating the, the Crown Store issue that we had with um, the dreaded, I'm sure you guys all remember it, the glass motif where it went on the crown store like a week after it went into oh, the yeah. game. They're now waiting a full DLC release, like from when it's available till when it's in the crown store. So Assassin's League could be coming probably fairly soon, I'm thinking. But the the Grim, definitely not. Um, Thieves Guild, again, that one could be coming as well. Um, but some of these other ones are pure costumes. Like, we got the Imperial Female High and the Imperial Male mm -hmm. High. Very Roman-esque. I really like it. <laughs> we got Tribal Shaman. These are all costumes from what I'm guessing. Now, these two on the bottom right here, the Werewolf Lord and the Hollow Jack motif. Hollow Jack. I'm wondering if it has something to do with the Halloween event, which we'll talk about a little later. Oh. Yeah. Because some of you may not be aware, but there's been some other things called the Witches Festival. That's been coming up, and a lot of people are speculating that's going to happen around Halloween-ish time. That would make sense. Yeah. So it'd be like our first in-game holiday that <clears throat> kind of corresponds with a, a real-life holiday, but, mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. Werewolf Lord, again, it looks kind of neat. Let me see if I can pull it up on the screen. Uh, 
It's not much bigger, but there it is, Werewolf Lord. I don't yeah, know if this is going to be a costume or a... Again, this, I don't know if this is a motif or a costume. I feel like the Hollowjack is, is a motif because I've seen people on the PTS using it, like mm. farming it or whatever, <laughs> as individual pieces. I think Hollowjack is going to be a costume or uh, a motif. Motif, yeah. But the Werewolf Lord, I think, might end up being a costume. Um... I mean, overall, in the, um, you know, motif pictures, they are using a blacksmithing station or whatever. It was like that in previous, you know, um, data mine items as well. So, yeah, Hollowjack and Assassin's League seems to be the motifs, while the others are costumes. You know, I never really noticed that before, but I'm scrolling up here on the screen, the Assassin's League and Thieves Guild. Even Thieves Guild, there's an anvil in the picture. Mm-hmm. The Grim Harlequin or whatever, there is none. So I'm wondering if that's a costume. Huh. They could be. I've never noticed that before, but you're <laughs> right. There is an anvil in every picture that we know is a motif. That is... That's neat. <laughs> um, new mounts, the Hisquar and the Kaguri. Who needs more Guars? Well, the one looks Enough like a really guars. aggressive Guar. Like, it doesn't matter. All of the guards look aggressive. There is no cute or non-aggressive guard. You don't like that. the T-Rex chicken? T-Rex chicken snake thing. Harpy <laughs> kind like of it. combination, yeah. yeah. Um, very Morrowind-esque mounts coming. Still very cool. Pets. Badgers. I can't wait to see all the, the chat with Honey Badger and everything like that. Is that <laughs> is that still a thing? Like... I know Honey Badger was a big thing, a few, like a big meme a couple months ago, but I don't know if it still is now. Could be. I, I didn't see it. <laughs> uh, Dragon Viper. A Lynx. A new Lynx. Another one, which is pretty cool. I like my Lynx. I think they're cute. I love Lynxes. And the Hajmato, which is a shortened version of the turtle mount, the turtle mm. boss as well as some of the turtles. I think you can see some of these in Ava's Landing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, the Dragon Dagon Viper thing, when we first saw it with Avi, we might have told this story before, but we thought, like, what the hell is this? But then it started flying with us <laughs> when we sprinted, and it was all of a sudden, holy hell, it, it looks cool. Okay. That's pretty neat. Yeah, so that's that's a very nice pack. I think I'll get it. Nice. Next up is Adornments. And I need to pull, Ark, your attention to the... If you're looking at the Adornments, the <laughs> second column, second one down, that the long, beard. glorious beard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only problem, I tried that on PTS, and it got stuck into my armor. Well, I mean, in reality, it probably would anyway. Yeah, but, I mean... it. You know the graphical glitch thing? It yeah. goes inside the armor directly. So that might be the only reason why I would not get it. But mm. overall, the fact that we can change these um, adornments without customizing our character mm -hmm. from the you know the creation menu is great for a role-playing community. It will be awesome. It's nice, period. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know these adornments, once you buy them... 
you don't have to buy a character customization. When you buy a character customization, you go and you can retweak all your sliders and everything like that. But once you like, like even your hairstyle and stuff like that, they're gonna they're releasing a base hair kit, which will have like all the different stuff that's available in the in the character slider anyway. So you can change all of this stuff at will from your collections menu. So, like, if you decide, oh, I want a haircut today, you literally go in your costume menu, find adornments, select the hair you want, and you're wearing it. It, 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 it will be great. It is. That's for sure. They're adding new body markings. I know some people here really like, I'm pulling this up, this, uh, this body marking for um, Argonians, this special scale one. It's, uh, if you're looking at body markings, it's fourth down, second column. One second. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It actually if it looks. If it wasn't cool. an Argonian, <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> I actually kind of like this one tattoo. Uh, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven down, first column. I actually might end up hmm. getting that. Yeah, putting that, that tattoo cool. on my character just because it looks really cool. I like wings. I always <laughs> play Holy Warrior characters, so, you know, it kind of fits. Um, more hair, and I'm just going to scroll down through this very quick. One thing to note, if some of these are race and gender locked, okay? So, like, these Argonian horns up here in the top box. If you're a Nord, you cannot put horns on your head. <laughs> they are locked by race. Certain ones, again, as an Argonian, you can't pick this kind of emo hairstyle over here down about halfway on your screen as well. You can't pick those. There's certain hairstyles you cannot pick because they're race or gender locked. So keep that in mind. A few new hats are coming in. I kind of like the uh, the turban things going on. Mm -hmm. I, I just I like those. Uh, oh, that's the owl hat is actually pretty cool. I would wear the owl hat, definitely. <laughs> Some more personalities are coming in. Again, for role play community, you guys are going to have a, a, a blast with this. Definitely. Angry, sad, drunk. happy, drunk. Dr drunk all the way. <laughs> drunk all the time. Yeah, some very, very cool things coming forward. And the crow's whistle. Again, we're not really sure what that is. I mean, isn't the crow whistle um, the collectible item you get from uh, the crow's wood in the Stormfalls, the public dungeon? I originally thought that myself, but this, the way it's described, is going to be something different. I don't. I think it might be a costume of some kind, or maybe a pet. We don't hmm. really know at this point. I thought the same thing because there is an item of similar name called the crow's whistle from Crow's Wood public dungeon, but I, I, I don't I don't know. Alright, yeah. so let's go ahead. Uh, anything else on that before we move forward? Well, actually, one thing about the new hairs, um, do you remember, have you ever modded Skyrim? Yeah. Uh, do you remember a mod called Apache Skyhair? That is completely lore-breaking weird hairs. <laughs> um, I remember it, but I never 
put it on because that is something. That is a good choice. That is... <laughs> Pretty I'm... much the only things I ever did with Skyrim when I modded it was graphical mods. If it wasn't a graphical and would adjust, you know, like mm -hmm. mess with lore, I just never did it. I mean, the Apache Sky hair had all these punk style, whatever, weird kind of hairstyles. And that emo hairstyle you just mentioned, is actually looks like one of them. And I have a problem with that. I hope that in the future they just, they don't run out of ideas and start putting all these lore-breaking, weird kind of hairstyles into the game. I agree. I agree. Uh, there was actually a post on Reddit a little while ago, um where someone was asking for all this new hair, all this new hair, give us all this... And they did all these different styles and everything, and they were trying to show them off. But I know myself and several other people were like, no, because it was all anime hair. You know, they're like, oh, I want... It's like, this game is not some Japanese anime hair kind of crap, okay? It's, exactly. It's dark and gritty, and we don't want this... <laughs> crap that, in the game. Like, because yeah. it's lore-breaking. It's just like, if you want anime hair, go play Final Fantasy XIV. Okay? Like, play a game that actually fits in with their style, not this one. And th and that's how I feel about it. And I I'm sure you're yeah, yeah, similar. Mm -hmm. That's that's my only concern about this. Is, is yeah. that That is a, a concern for me as well. Is Some of the hairstyles do kind of feel anime-like, and I don't I don't really like it. Because um, it does feel lore-breaking for the Elder Scrolls mm -hmm. world. Alright, next up, we got a few other little things that we're going to talk about. And first thing, I'm going to pull it back up here. You might have seen it on the screen while I was manipulating it. It is an Excel spreadsheet of data mine information that they found and IDs that they found. Um, some of these are kind of neat. And I'm going to highlight, or I can't really highlight them because it's a picture. But take a look at the first half of the, of the data mine information. Ark, you probably have it as well, where it's Undaunted Quest, okay? Mm -hmm. And give you a challenge to complete um, delves. So now there's going to be daily quests for not just dungeons, but delves as well. Oh, Okay. I actually really, and some people hate dailies. I like them because they give you something to do every day. And if the rewards are good, hey, it's a reason to go out and do them, right? Um, and, that, and that's really cool. I'm really glad we're looking at that. Now, the second thing I want everyone to really look at is the second half of the screen. And this is code, but that one be, you know, the name of the NPC. Requests that I venture to the lost city of Natumba... Yeah, whatever. It's a red card <laughs> name. And recover a relic of the Shivering Isles that has become mysteriously marooned in Tamriel. Same thing. Another another group. Requests that I venture to Toothmall Gully and recover a relic of the Shivering Isles that has become mysteriously marooned in Tamriel. Hmm. Daily quests that involve the Shivering Isles. Now, again, a lot of these are delves and stuff that are, are public. Are pub, these are public dungeons. Let me. Yeah, let me the second half is the public dungeons. Yeah. But Shivering Isles related quests. 
So we're going to go in and recover relics for the Shivering Isles, which is really kind of neat. Like, I'm, I'm liking it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm curious if they're going to give us... This will come with an expansion of some type, or a DLC that will introduce the Shivering Isles, and after we're done with the main storyline quest, give us these as a way of... of Continue it. Sort of like how Rothgar, you have your main story, but when you're done, there's still dailies due out there and do it. Same with uh, Hughesbane. Same with Gold Coast. I wonder if we're going to see the Shivering Isles at some point and then get dailies. Yeah, that would be nice, actually. I mean, getting the Shivering Isles. Oh, yeah. Daily part. I don't care about the daily part. I'm focused on the Shivering Isles right now. Yeah, and, that, and that's the part I really wanted to look at, is like the fact that they're specifically mentioning the Shivering Isles in these dailies. You know, it, it, what, and people are like, well, maybe it's just a daily quest to relate to that. But why are you specifically saying the Shivering Isles? Yeah. Without having, you know, like, why couldn't you just say any random relic? Can you please go to Tooth Mongolia and recover, I don't know, any random relic that was left there? Mm -hmm. You know, you could have made it anything, but you're specifically mentioning the Shivering Isles in each one of these. Oh, yeah, it's, it does sound like a Shivering Isles expansion pack, or a DLC, or whatever, but... Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But either way, I believe that is at least a year away, even if it's in their plans. Well, yeah, this... Because we got a couple things coming forward, and again, we might be surprised they might throw something else in to, say, one Tamriel, which I don't know if they will, because one Tamriel is going to be big. But we got Shadows of the Hiss coming the end of August, I think, or somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, are very close somewhere in August and then one Tamriel at the end of the year <clears throat> and then housing supposedly in Q1 of the next year so we already have a long list of content for the next year actually at least for the next 6 or 7 months I guess yeah, yeah for a little while we got quite a bit and we also have the uh Vivardenfell, that is also, you know, data mined. Yep. Yes, so, we do. Yeah, if, if, if Shivering Isles is on its way, it will be a long time right. later. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Vardenfell, I love how you just segued right into all of that. <laughs> um, let me go ahead and pull this back up as I'm... Again, I hate... I hate OBS because I can't preload these because it blacks it out for some odd reason. So if anyone knows in OBS how to get these different scenes to stay available without disappearing every three seconds, that would be great. But there we go. Alright, so I'm going to pop this on here. It is a map of, as you can see, Vardenfell. Now we explored this map before, okay? But since this map came out, they've discovered about 32 different items off of this map. So, like, if you look at this map right now, the red ones were the ones we originally data mined. Okay? The blue ones, the orange ones, the yellow ones, and the green ones were just added. They found 32 new points of interest within 
within this. So I'm like zooming in. We got a whole bunch of them in here. New towns, some things that aren't even named yet. Like, there are just tons of new data mined locations all over this map. And I cannot wait for Vardenfeld because that's just nostalgia heaven for me. <laughs> well, it doesn't have that effect for me because I didn't play Morrowind. Right. So... Well, according to this, the red circles were the POIs that they found, like I said, in, in patch 2.4. And if, if you want to see the links to some of this stuff, uh, I'm going to have it in the show notes so you can take a look at all that if you want to see it in more detail. The green circles are delves that now have a location. Um... There's like six new delves. Orange circles are supposedly world bosses. There were four other world bosses that still have an unknown location. So this zone is huge. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to break it up into multiple DLCs or if this is going to be like a really big DLC like Rothgar. I know they said that Thieves Guild is going to be, and Dark Brotherhood are going to be more indicative of the DLC we get in the future because Rothgar was mm -hmm. different. But I wonder if they're saving this one up to be a big one just because it is Vardenfell. Uh, it would make sense to release it as a one big, huge expansion, like Rothgar. I would like if they did Even if they were like, okay, guys, we're going to release this. This is a year down the road. So we're going to fill you up with smaller ones, like dungeon packs or whatever. I would be fine with that if we got all of Vardenfell in one big city. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than, you know, breaking it up into four different mm -hmm. sections over a year, why not just do three smaller, like, dungeon packs and quality of life, and then a big one at the end of the year? I would be very happy with that. Um, yellowish circles are public dungeons, two public dungeons, and the blue circles are named POIs, so they could be anything from Daedric Shrines to uh, some... New cities, towns, camps, Dwemer, ruins, etc. There are a lot of those. And there also appear to be three more housing locations, bringing the total up to six. This mm. may be coming in two different DLCs, according to the data miner, who is Dominoid. Who Could I love. be. Could be. Right. I want you to try and pronounce the public dungeon names. No, no, no. <laughs> Nah, nah. Nice try. Actually, <laughs> all right. You know what? Let me let me pull it back up. Recently closed tabs. Let me just pull this back up. Public dungeon. All right. So just just for people's interest, the first name is spelled N C H U L E F T I N G T H. I swear, whoever wrote this name just slammed their <laughs> face against the keyboard and went, yeah, that's good. So, okay. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> Notchel flinting something. I, can't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I defy anyone to say these names. Like, they're just crazy. The next one, it's Makil Kosh Ishi. That one it sounds like a sushi. Actually. Sort of, yeah. Well, I get that. 
It's spelled M-A-E-L-K-A-S-H-I-S-H-I. So, again, check this out just to see some of the weird Dwemer spellings, okay? And there's even better ones in some of the uh, blue circles. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even start to pronounce it. I mean... Nope. Uh, no, I don't, nope. No. Seriously, the intern's like, hey, I need you to come up with, like, 32 new names for Dwemer. Okay. Smack. One. <laughs> whack. Two. Whack. Three. There we go. New. Now, this Dwemer dungeon pronunciation could make a whole episode of itself. Like, whole DCN crew gather in a video and try to pronounce this. It would make a fun video. Right. You, should, you, you should consider it. Maybe. Maybe. Just with me trying to pronounce this crap? Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Let me go ahead and set up this next scene here. Um, we're going to look up our final item of data mining. I'm going to do capture the mouse cursor here. Select this. Just give me a second as I get this together. Um, these are mostly icons that were discovered by form user CryHavoc. So shout out to you, sir. Thank you for your work. You're amazing. Um, he data mined a bunch of different icons and whatnot that were available on the PTS right now. Some of these, yeah, whatever, but some of them are kind of interesting, so we're going to talk about them. So we have them on the screen. Achievements, okay? This is under the Achievements header. One of them says Update 11 Dungeons, so I'm assuming that might be a, a, a like a clear type thing, like, yeah. oh, you've done all the special, you know, achievements. Wait, you know, good job. Mm -hmm. Or killed the last boss or whatever. Yeah, and there, there it is right now. Yeah, whatever. There's one of them, update one dungeons. That's great. Here's the ones that are most interesting. You see on the mouse cursor. Witches Festival, 0001. These are all different achievements for the Witches Festival. Hmm. And what's okay, kind of interesting see. is, see, we have this, the first one, 00 and 001, 002. 003. They're kind of... We don't know. But look at 4, 5, and 6. They look like skull buckets. Which reminds you of trick-or-treat candy mm -hmm. buckets. So it looks like, you know, finding a trick-or-treat bucket. Finding two... you know, Or not two, but finding a certain number of them. Over the course of the event. So it looks like we're getting our first holiday, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Again, some adornments, which we're going to skip through because these are just icons. Costumes, which we've kind of seen. Ah, and here's one that kind of confirms what we were talking about earlier. Polymorph, were werewolf lord. So it wasn't a costume so much as it's a polymorph, which is the same thing, really. But it changes your entire body. Not oh. just the armor you're wearing. So, uh, so, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize it was a polymorph at first, but... That would mean it will look pretty cool. Well, the difference between no. polymorphs and costumes, costumes take over your armor slots. Yeah. Polymorphs change your body, but keep your armor intact. So, like, when you're a werewolf lord, you could still be wearing, like, your merc armor, whatever armor you're wearing, but your skin changes. Wait, um, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Because it, it the... You know, the Dragger Polymorph changes your armor as well. You wear all ancient Nordic armor, right? Oh, you're right. Polymorph. I'm sorry. I got that confused with skins. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's a complete 
look change or change yeah. of looks. And if it's the werewolf lord and it's a polymorph, that would mean you're gonna know, it will look badass. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like the, the skins change your skin, the costumes take change your costume. This changes everything, skin and costume. Some crafting style stuff. Celestial. That's kind of neat. So maybe we'll we'll get the uh, Arthurian Archives as a crafting motif. Mm. Oh Dark, yeah, I heard that, yeah. Dark uh, Brotherhood. Someone... Oh yeah, keep going. Yeah, someone in my RP guild mentioned that the Arthurian Archives sets, at least in style, will be craftable. Mm-hmm. So... Which is pretty cool, because the, uh, yeah. the mage one's neat. Now here's something that kind of made me think. Um, the Grim that we talked about earlier being a costume. Right. Why does it have crafting style stuff? The Hollow Jack I get because we sort of see the anvil, but I didn't see an anvil in the Grim picture. But according to these um, style materials, there's two. Like this one's raw. This is like whenever you're seeing two of them, you're seeing the raw and you're seeing the refined version. Yeah, like you collect ten of these. R1s, and they become one R2. Minotaur, we knew about. Mm -hmm. uh, Minotaur's coming. Um, as my cat. Orderoth, whatever that is. I don't really know. Yeah. Some event stuff. Again, this kind of a, leads us to the Halloween event. Cursed pumpkin seeds. Uh, blood mason wow. jar. Uh, candy apples. This is all Halloween. Candy brain. That sounds great. <laughs> you know, all these icons here are all related items we're probably going to get during the Halloween event. The yeah. witch, which is what everyone's sort of assuming is called the Witch's Festival. Is that a thing in Elder Scrolls that have been mentioned before? I'm sure there's witches been Witch's Festival. Festivals. I'm just kind of curious. And actually, you know what? Oh. I'm not going to do that because it'll take away from my screen. But if you want to take a chance, head over to Elder, unofficial Elder Scrolls pages and see if there's something called a witch's festival and when it actually comes into place. As I throw my cat off me because she's becoming annoying. Um, I just found it. Witch's festival is a holiday that occurs on the 13th of Frostfall annually. It says in the Elder Scrolls wiki. That does that. That fits in with American mm -hmm. Halloween, and I don't know if Halloween's celebrated anywhere else, but that that fit. Well, it it's it's thirteenth isn't quite right. I think we do it the thirty first, but anyway, whatever. It still fits with the month, mm -hmm. so that makes sense. So at least it's lore wise. And see, there's a festival raven whistle. Now here's something that's kind of interesting. I wonder if that witches are the the crows whistle. Is we're going to be required to buy to do the event? Hmm, like a crown store thing? Yeah. Or... Like, are we going to have to buy the event and do that it? That would be utterly ridiculous. I believe. I, I mean, I agree. To pay for to join an event, that's especially a time limited event, mm -hmm. like a holiday. Like, yeah, maybe it'll come around every year, which is kind of cool, but still. You know, having to buy it. I don't know. That feels I like something that should just be free. It, it could be like the Jubilee cake. You know, they, they, it had a watcher that we had to start uh, use to start a quest. Yeah. Maybe it will be an item like that, the crows whistle thing. It very well could be, because that the one the one thing that site... 
even though it, it's showing Crown Store related because of the icons, they have been wrong in the past where it wasn't Crown Store. It was just, you know, it was part of an event. Like, I think the, the Jubilee Cake showed up on that website as a Crown Store item, but it it only was a Crown Store item because you bought, you bought it for zero rounds. You yeah. know, it was free on the Crown Store. You bought it and started the event. So maybe you're right. Maybe the crow's whistle will be in the crown store, and for a few days it's available. You quote unquote buy it, and then you can do the the quest, and it lasts for a certain period of time. And then every year it'll appear. Maybe that that makes sense. Yeah. Gear, ebony. Some of these look really cool. Like weapon. Like I love the mace. It kind of reminds me of a. Sauron's mace that was done in the Lord <laughs> of the Rings movies, so yeah. that's kind of neat. And I know Ebony is a very popular set, mm-hmm. for especially those who like Skyrim. I mean, I even like the look of it, so I'm kind of curious. Now, Ebony was already in the game. There is a set called the Ebon. Yeah. Oh, right, right. That yeah. actually has a unique look, and it's this look. Oh, right. Okay, that makes sense. So this is just showing a, a motif. Now, again, it was only available in heavy, so the light and the medium were added later, but still. So scrolling down, Grim again, Grim is a is a, according to this is a motif. Yeah. So, by the way, I I was going to be upset that my theory of um, seeing blacksmithing stations on pictures didn't work, but actually, if you look at the Grim Harlequin yeah. um, picture. The guy is actually leaning on an anvil. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And I think that's an anvil. Uh, you know, I'll just. <laughs> I'm gonna. After this, after I take it off the screen, I'm gonna reopen that page back up and and look at it. Let me, yeah. <laughs> let me just do that real quick. I don't want to. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna pull it up right now. Um, just because you got me curious, I'm looking right now. You know what? He is leaning on an anvil. I didn't even right. notice that. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Your your theory is right. See, the problem is I didn't expand it because, like, when it's on the website, like on that web website, if you don't click on it, you can't see it. But when you expand it, it becomes right. a little larger. And you see the anvil. Your theory still holds. Good work. <laughs> All right. Now we know everything. Now we know everything, indeed. We're scrolling down. Hollow Jack. Obviously, we knew that one was a motif. I'm kind of curious where it's going to come from. Maybe something to do with the Witches' Festival. Could be. Could be. Maybe it will drop from containers. To rewards. Oh yeah, like the the little candy buckets or whatever. Yeah, mm. I can see that. Kathringi, which we knew about before, like that was announced way back at QuakeCon 2013 or whatever year it was, 2015. Um, but now we're starting to see some data mine information. I have no memory of this. I mean, I'm gonna pull it up. What style is this? I mean, in Katringi. I I'm pulling yeah. it up on the stream right now. View image. Uh, well, there. 
And let me just—I'm gonna send it to you in Skype so you can see it. Okay. They this was shown a long time ago at one of the, like mm. I said, one of the, uh, one of the first Quake Cons. They showed it off. They were saying how like lore-wise, Kathringri normally were naked, but this was like ceremonial <laughs> gear. So that is that is still there. So we'll we could use a naked motif. We we could use a naked motif. It'd be very popular. Probably in Syria, yeah. it'd be everywhere. <laughs> so we got Kathringi, Mazatun, which we know this stuff is available already in the game, or with Shadows of the Hiss. All the armor that drops in Runes of Mazatun is this style. We'll probably just get a crafting motif later down the road. So if you've been doing the new dungeons for Shadow of the Hist on the BTS, you've probably seen this armor drop. Skin Changer, I'm assuming that has something to do with the other dungeon. From the um, Shadow of the... Uh, from the latest dungeon set? Yes. Uh, Cradle of Shadows, yeah. yeah. Uh, Two new Undaunted Helms. So. Oh, you don't? No, because... It Feels more. I don't know. Doesn't feel all that Argonian-ish, you know? Yeah, but the Cradle of Shadows isn't really Argonian, is it? It's more Menthala's realm. Oh right, yeah. Mazatune yeah, is Argonian. Sh Cradle of Shadows is not. I got I got them confused. Yeah. So we got more Undaunted Helms, which we knew were coming. Um, Hajmata, which is from Mazatune, and I think the. Orver Daedra is from um, or Cradle of Shadows, but there's some more coming. Strangler, which Eden. is new. Worm Cult, which is already in the game, but was not available as a crafting motif, so it looks like that's going to be coming, which is kind of neat, because Worm Cult was very cool-looking armor. It was only available in light, but yeah. still very cool-looking. The new hats, which we saw about. New justice items, stolen unique champion Baldric and stolen unique parapet of Elenhar. So those might be quest related. Hmm, Some maybe, maybe. New map. For a second, when you said new justice items, I was like, wait, what? The PvP side of justice system? And then it was just normal items. If only, I wish. <laughs> new mask. Now these things kind of are interesting. Master writs. What the heck are these? You are the crafter one. I know, <laughs> and that really has me excited. But what are master writs? Uh, that's that's for some speculation going forward. Atronach horses, Atronach sench, and those guar we saw earlier. The new personalities, a few pets. Um, this is a special call out to Wicked Wolf. <laughs> because if you look here Wicked Wolf you have to watch the stream so go, feel free to turn it on right now on our YouTube channel youtube.com slash Network. we'll wait like two seconds for you to go ahead alright Wicked now you're on here right now I want you to look at 69 through right here on the screen 69 through 73 uh, they look an awful lot like wolf pets <laughs> just saying and I think they're to, they correspond with the the mounts that are coming out because we got a gray one which we got we got the brown timber we got like an arctic we got this one looks like a doom wolf arctic wolf 
stuff like that. It's more lynxes, turtles, pet. Um, which is pretty neat. Like, just wanted to show those off. Feel free to go back to your stream now, Wicked. <laughs> Be sure to leave us a comment on the video and say how awesome they are. Uh, points of interest. They're adding new icons, which I kind of like. This is just, they're adding a plus sign to these to show that you've completed the activity there. Well, wasn't it before that if you haven't completed it, it was black, and if you have completed it, it is white? It's true, but, like, point of interest, sometimes you went to it and it went white. But, like, this is the only one that seems like it's there. Like, you could visit a point of interest early and it goes white. But it doesn't necessarily mean you've completed the quest that's involved in that point of interest. Mm. I do agree. The white, this might be a little bit of overkill, but maybe people were confused. And now they, Could I, don't, be, yeah. I don't know, but they are adding a plus sign now to show things are, are done. So, there you go. I'm going to switch back here to our other section. Oh, looks like I have to readjust our camera here for art because I sort of lost that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oops. Ah, there you go. Now, now you're back. There we go. Hello. <laughs> you're back now. You're not a big black square. But it didn't really matter. I had the website up so no one was actually seeing what was happening anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the end of our data mine stuff and uh, kind of the end of the show at this point. So, I mean... Some of those things are pretty neat. Like, I'm interested in the Witches' Festival because it was one thing... One thing that I loved about World of Warcraft so much was their their events. Their their holiday events. Mm -hmm. Now, given they corresponded with... You know, they, they didn't really fit lore. Well, they made them fit the lore, but the lore of World of Warcraft isn't as in-depth as ESO. But the fact that they were still there, okay... And the thing that was neat was because people were celebrating anyway, and I'm kind of a hermit. I like to be home. <laughs> um, it's like it was just really fun to go, guys. Christmas is next week, but for the next week and a half, we have a Christmas event in WoW. You know, like it, you, yeah. it, it was just a bunch of fun little. Nothing was hard. You could almost do everything by yourself, but it was just an event that got people out into the world. Mm -hmm. So Witches' Festival, to me, is something that's going to be amazing because it gets people out into the world. Yeah. And and it's around Halloween time, so everyone's already you got your houses decorated, you're all excited for Halloween, and now you can do it in-game, too. <laughs> and, and besides, with, usually those events are profitable. They are. They are. <laughs> they definitely are, especially if it's limited time. Can you imagine them? Yeah. I'm going to be farming motifs like crazy. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if they are limited time, you know, like, you have to wait a year to get them again, like, they're they're gone after the event's over, I'm going to be earning enough for me, and then all the rest of them, I'm just going to be hoarding them, and I'll <laughs> sell them later, you know, for large sums of money. Yeah. I'm sure everyone will be doing that, but the longer <laughs> you're willing to wait, they'll be worth quite a bit of money. Well, not everyone will actually do it, actually, because at least some of those people will be outside. It's you true. know, with their families, with their friends, partying and everything. Meanwhile, I'll be here in my PC, farming everything possible on that event. It's true. <laughs> but generally speaking, at least following the WoW model, 
it wasn't just on the day that it happened. Because that would be silly. Like, you wouldn't have a Christmas event on Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, because no one would do it because you're spending time with your family, except for a few people who don't really care about their families, you know, wouldn't do it. But they generally do it for, like, a week or two. So I'm imagining, like, even the Jubilee cake, only one day was their two-year anniversary, but they spread it over a week, you know, or a week and a half or however long it was. Which is how it goes. Which which I wasn't able to benefit from. (laughs) Well... You, be- you benefited from interrupting all of our uh, fishing events by throwing the cake oh, down. Yeah. Throwing cake right in the middle of the fishing spot so no one can actually use the fishing spot. Yeah. So the cake still serves its purpose. It's the ultimate troll tool for fishing. So, But uh, that's kind of the end of our show, guys. Again, I want to apologize for the, the lack of, of shows the past few weeks um, due to real life issues on my end so hopefully we get back to a more steady consistent schedule Ark thank you so much for coming on and being ready to jump on the show last minute like literally I'm recording our conversation of me asking you to be on the show that's how that's how it's pretty much become at this point so that that's really cool uh, special thank you again to Steven our latest um Patreon supporter, because um, you are the best, and for every and all the other people who support us every month on Patreon, you guys are great. Um, thank you so much for supporting us. I'm glad you are enjoying the show and everything that we've been doing over at Dungeon Crawler Network. It does mean a lot to us. You guys are the best, and I I love you guys. What? Did I make it weird? <laughs> Did I make it really weird? So okay, good. The bromance is strong in Dungeon Crawler community. Well, there's not there's not just bros on Patreon, so it's, it's I kind of have love for everyone at this point. Cause we well, got we got some gals on there that. too, but yeah, bromance <laughs> is pretty strong, especially on yeah. Um, oh, another quick thing to mention: I've been working on a new theme for the website. I'm curious about getting some feedback. Send me feedback at the contact us. Whether or not you like it, whether or not you don't like this new form, like what, if there's, if you encounter any bugs, please let me know, and I will work on it the best that I can. Um, but we do have a new theme now. The website looks a little cleaner, a little flashier in some areas. Um, I'm still working on a few things that are bugged, but if you notice any bugs of any kind, please send me a message. Contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com or use the contact form on the website. So. Um, yeah. Alright. Ark, any final thoughts? Well, it's always a joy to be here, so I don't really mind getting called the last second. Although, you know, um, I didn't get much prep time, so I I apologize for, um, focusing on reading everything sometimes. Ark, you did amazing for having no prep time. <laughs> so I always count on you because you literally need no prep time and you sound great. So uh, You know, you, as long as I'm awake, I'm ready to go. You know? Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a good show. We have a lot of content in front of us that I have no idea when they will release because it's, it's a lot. I don't know. It's yeah. a lot. It's but, a lot. yeah, overall, overall... I know, I, I got... I'm drawing a blank here, just move on. <laughs> oh, um... 
I How about where they can find you? How's the EU guild coming along? Oh, right, right. Uh, I'm, you can find me anywhere as at Arkanir. That's a name I made up, so that should be one, the, the only one. Uh, the EU side guild is actually inactive at the moment because I didn't give much chance to uh, work on it and I didn't want to recruit people in-game from outside the community and for some reason it seems that um, we don't have much EU PC side uh, followers here in Dungeon Crawler Network, or at least they are not willing to join a guild. I don't know, so it's inactive at the moment, but hopefully one day I'll uh, get it going. How's your EU character coming? I think it was at CP50 the last time I checked. But then I started grinding gear on North American side, so... I had to let that go for a while. <laughs> it's always a problem when you're playing on two mega yeah. servers to keep both up. I understand. Uh, do you that. think will they ever, you know, add a add an option to transfer character like with paying money? They might. Um, I know there's been some people requesting it. Like they did that. We know they already have the capability because they offered you the ability to copy your character already from PC to the other side. I'm curious if they would ever do that again, even as a paid service. Because uh, I've had a couple people, like, we've actually had a couple people, Steven being the newest one, played on Xbox mm-hmm. and now switched to PC. And I've had a couple console people been saying, if I could switch to PC, I would. I just don't want to start all over, because I've already been doing a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, especially in our community, because we do have an Xbox One guild, uh, Gentleman Sour hosts that, and, and you side, and, and um, we have a few people who play PS4, but not as much as our our PC side is our main side, only because that's where most of us are playing, and we have a lot of even people who aren't on the show, but who who support DCN, who are officers in our guild, who run events, uh, Kilted Piper, Slayton. Um, Glassier, who's one of our DCN crew. There's a bunch of people who support us over at Wings of Fate on the North American PC side that keep events going even when I'm not available to do events. Um, that really help. Like, we have a lot of great supported community over there. And I, I, I can't thank my officers in the guild enough for running events and being there to, to do stuff. Like, even if I'm not there, it's great. Like, one of the best parts about running the community is that I'm supported so well by all these other people that it doesn't require me to be there and it's amazing because other guilds I've been a part of if I wasn't there events didn't happen and unfortunately as I'm getting older with my son and everything like that my game time's a lot more limited than it once was but People do events now, and I'm not even there. Sometimes I show up late, and I'm like, "Can I get a group?" They're like, "No, you're late, Ag. We're already all together, and we're already gone." I'm like, "Okay, I'll just sit over here, whack on this anvil for a bit." You know, like it's great to see that the guild runs without me being there. It, it's amazing. We have a great community, and it, it's it's the best. So, um, I guess for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Agelos Agg. E-L-O-S underscore W-O-F. In-game is Adagelos, A-G-G-E-L-O-S, like you see on the screen. Or as I just typed, or spoke, I didn't type it. Um, let's see here. Any other things of note? Um, 
You can follow us on our website, DungeonCrawlNetwork.com. Check out the new layout. Let me know if you see any bugs. You can follow us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash DungeonCrawlNetwork. Google Plus is DungeonCrawlNetwork. We have Steam and uh, PS4 groups, Dungeon Crawl Network. Just search it. I know it's kind of repetitive, but there you go. Got it. <laughs> Follow us and subscribe on our YouTube channel. We're up to a little over 1.1K subscribers, so at 1.5K we're giving away another crown pack. So we're less than 400 subs away from the next crown pack giveaway. So if you aren't subscribed, do so. It's, it's amazing. You guys all help us out. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you next time. Have a great night, everybody. A serpent lights the ancient sky and red of tainted stars. Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of mortals sway. So Heroes will rise